continue praying in a moment, but I still wanted to add two more prayer items before we split up. And then I hope we to give all of you time to, to pray in your breakout rooms. Yeah, you already mentioned to pray for the Ministry of Interior, the Ministry of diaspora and absorption, but I also want to include workers of the organization Nativ in the Jewish agency, that there would be ambassadors with the spirit of the sons of Zion, but also that they would have discernment. And for many, actually since the election of Herzog as the Israeli president, the position of the head of the Jewish agency is vacant. This is a highly prestigious position in Israel. And so there's a lot of debate who gets the favor to be elected in this position. But right now in this crisis mode, the Jewish agency needs, needs strong leadership. And let's pray that God's elect, not the one who has the most favor with certain Israeli politicians, but God's elect would, would stand up and have the authority, the mandate, and the budget to, to take decisions that, that for such a time as this. And we have seen many organizations, both Israeli and Eastern European, come to aid the refugees. Also, in some cases, specifically the Jewish refugees. And it is my prayer that God would activate his network of people that he has prepared long beforehand for such a time as this, that they would work together effectively and paving corridors, rolling out red carpets for his people, not only to leave Ukraine, but also to, to make it to the Holy Land. And I had invited to, I had invited Chaim Malespin on this call to share how they, as the Aliyah Absorption Center, prepare on the receiving side. Just something talking about letting come to Israel easily, but especially for the believers. There are many believers that went back to the Ukraine as well, and Jewish believers that it's even worse for them to come. And I know that the Christian embassy, that the, the agency asked them to come and help them as well. The Christian embassy, they asked them, the Jewish agency asked for help from them. I know time, time for prayer is can always too short, but this is not the last opportunity to pray and intercede. Another opportunity opens up on Saturday and I would like to invite Hani Soya, a diplomat, a diplomat for the Lord, kingdom ambassador, who has been, who, who has initiated to several transformative initiatives in both Canada and Eastern Europe with a special initiative taking place this Saturday. Go ahead, honey. Th thank you so much, Ulrike and Hansa, and thank you for listening. And if you need to go exactly in four minutes, hopefully we'll, we can reach out to you and tell you what we're exactly doing. But uh, just a, a quick and brief background. When I had a face-to-face -face encounter with the Lord in 1998, I began to have dreams and visions like crazy. And I began to realize that dreams is one of the most primary ways that God speaks to his people to the degree that 
God entrusted <clears throat> Joseph, the husband of Mary, to respond to a dream to get baby Jesus out of Israel and go to Egypt to flee. And so what we did a few years ago now, we have a dreamer's tribe. We began to establish what we call the Spiritual Intelligence Council, where we uh, receive people like you, ordinary people. God is speaking to you about global affairs in the nations, about economic issues, political issues, and so on and so forth. So we have this intelligence council where we track all the dreams in particular because it, it's very objective when you have a dream about, a, about something as opposed to prophecy. And that's not to say prophecy is not good. But we track the dreams, we interpret the dreams, we analyze the dreams, and we see what is the Holy Spirit emphasizing because when many different people from different countries are all having dreams about the United States elections or something happening in Europe, we pay uh, big attention to this. So about two years ago, we began to receive spiritual intelligence that trouble will be coming from Russia. And so in response to that, we created the Eastern European Alliance to help cooperation. That's the strategy that God gave us to help to these Eastern European countries around Ukraine and Russia to help cooperation between them spiritually, economically, and even just building connections. And about four months ago, we began to get a number of really serious dreams that um, Russia will not stop at Ukraine as far as war, but that the war will come to Eastern Europe. Not only that, we began to have dreams that the United States and NATO will be involved in this war, which is the making of a global conflict. If, if Russia goes beyond the Ukrainian borders, this will drag in NATO, which will drag in the United States, which will certainly drag in China, and that's the making of a world global conflict, World War III. Now, we believe that these were warnings, not prophecies. In other words, in partnership with God, in our prayer and actions that we take, we can stop these things from happening. And when we ask the Lord, so what should we do? What should we pray? And even some of the dreams we got was about certain European, Eastern European countries arming themselves with military drones. And I, have a, I had an, a meeting with one of the prime ministers of those countries and some of the members of parliament, the defense minister, and we told them this intelligence, and they just bought military drones about three weeks ago now and signed treaties with the United States for protection. So that's what some of the things that we do. But about uh, eight days ago now, I was just waiting for my wife at the fitness center to pick her up. And there's a TV screen there. And on the TV screen, suddenly, a random song came up. And it, the name of the song is Peace Train from the 70s, just out of the blue. And some of, me, some of you may know this song. It's a very beautiful song about world peace by a singer called Cat Stevens from those, those times. And, and suddenly I said, Lord, what is this? And he, I went into a vision where I saw a, a car and a train. And the Lord told me, stop the car, throw something in front of the car. So I threw a chair in front of the car and jammed up the car and the car stopped. And then the Lord told me, throw something in front of the train. So I throw this chair in front of the train and just this chair got busted and the train kept on going. And then the Lord told me, this is how you pray. And when I looked in the vision, I saw that every car in the train was a nation. And I understood what God is saying is put the nations together like in a sequence, like in a train to compound the prayer effect that you have. 
And so we're building this peace train on Saturday, March 5th. And we're looking for representatives from every nation as much, as many as possible. And so we'd love to have some of you. And what we're praying, despite of it, it may be difficult to imagine right now, all the pictures and the videos about destruction and suffering to pray for peace. It might be difficult, but listen, our God is the Prince of Peace and peace is possible. And I want to maybe share a couple of insights. In the world, there are what we call spiritual fault lines. Just like there's fault lines in the natural that keeps causing earthquakes. But there are spiritual fault lines. And one of those fault lines is between Ukraine and Russia. About a thousand years ago is what we call the great divorce between the church split into two. There was the Orthodox Church and then European side of things, the European and the evangelical church. And that was the fault line, you know, around Ukraine and Russia. And that was targeted as God's family split. And the highest form of authority in the spirit world and the kingdom of God is family. See, we have our, our God is families, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit. Jesus is not the vice president of the kingdom of God. He is the son. And when we pray in that authority as family, nothing can stop us. So now it's the family of the nations, the inheritance of our Lord Jesus. We're calling every nation to come together. It's his inheritance. Russia, Ukraine, all these nations, they're the inheritance of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know some people are prophesying Russia is a goat nation. But it's not the end yet. Transformation is possible. It's not the end yet. And we're praying just like the Moravians. That's what I served the last seven years in Moravia, Czech Republic, Slovakia. And that's the heart of Europe for seven years. And what the main thing that God told us to do is raise up a national family in the heart of Europe, because that's the highest authority so that Europe will be transformed because out of the heart, life or death flows. And this initiative, the Global Day of Prayer for Ukraine on March 5th is coming out of the heart of Europe. And the, uh, the other thing I wanted to share with you, just to encourage you, I am Egyptian by birth. I'm a Coptic Egyptian. That's where I was born and I grew up and I was born in war. There was 25 year war between Egypt and Israel. And of course, as it wasn't only Egypt that was involved, there's a whole bunch of other Arab countries, Arab nations, but Egypt as the main military power and leader in the Middle East. And I was born in Cairo and nobody could have ever imagined peace between Egypt and Israel. It's impossible. Because Muslims are taught, the Arabs are taught to hate the Jewish people and to kill them from being a little baby, from childhood. They are taught to hate Jewish people. But there was a Christian man that was the minister of foreign relations and foreign affairs at the time. He was a Christian man. You may have heard the name Butrus, Butrus Ghali, and he inspired the Muslim Egyptian president to create a peace treaty with Israel. So we're praying for, this is the direction we're praying, peace treaty. And the, the unimaginable happened. The Muslim president of Egypt back in the late 70s, he flew into Israel in a small little helicopter and spoke to the Jewish, the Israeli Knesset, and put his hand forward to the Menachem Begin, the minister of, the prime minister of Israel at the time, and he said, Peace is at hand. 
Now, if that can happen between Egypt and Israel, where there is centuries-old conflict all the way from our father of faith, Abraham and Sarah and Hagar, this can definitely happen between Russia and Ukraine. Because there is also a, one of the spiritual fault lines of conflict is between Egypt and Israel. Even It's all over the Bible. But peace is possible in Jesus Christ. So I really invite you to participate with that heart. And I studied international negotiation and global peace and security about 10, 10 years ago now. And we need to pray for the spirit of wisdom and counsel, just like it was upon Joseph and Daniel, to architect and to broker diplomatic peace. And this is a skill. International negotiation is a skill, is a gift from God. It's a job. It's not just bargaining for like in the market for potatoes or tomatoes. This is a special skill. And also pray because the peace between Israel and Egypt could not happen without the United States as an additional key player in the negotiation. If the U.S. was not there, that peace would have never worked out. So there may be other key players that need to be involved to bring to a successful uh, negotiations and successful peace treaty. And I don't understand why, but we have something called the Global Thrive Index that ranks the nations according to their potential and capacity to thrive. And one of those key criteria about a nation's ability to thrive is foreign relations, diplomatic relations. And Ukraine always ranked bottom in this capacity. I don't understand why, but they are in a critical position and they need to use wisdom in their critical position as a country on a false line. And so there, there is something there in the spirit. And of course, the false perception of Mother Russia. This is the redemptive gift. All you guys, Europeans, you always know, you know, Germany, fatherland, Mother Russia for the Slavic race. And of course, Mother is supposed to be nurturing and protecting, but Russia was always a bear in the spirit represented by a bear. You don't want to get between a bear and the bear's perceived child. Russia sees Ukraine as a child, her child. Well, right or wrong, that's how Russia sees it. So there's some false perceptions also on Russian people, the Russian people that needs to be corrected because, yeah, it could be a child, but when your child grows up, he can be independent. But somehow there's false perceptions and we need to call the God-given identity of Russia, the redemptive identity of Russia as a compassionate, protecting mother. And Ukraine as the breadbasket of Europe. Ukraine has some of the most amazing natural resources. They have the, one of the most arid land, agricultural land, very fertile land in the whole world. That's why they call it the breadbasket of Europe. And they are the welcoming gateway to the Western Europe. You know, their job is, we welcome you to the West. That's their job. They're very kind, hospitable people. Okay, honey, honey, give us your, yes. your very last minute. Give us, give us the, the short organizational details. Okay. Um, I, I wrote your email to the chat. It, for those people who, who feel called to, to join the call actively, they should uh, contact you beforehand otherwise the call will be aired on youtube 
and yeah. we will send the details in the Global Watch signal groups so that even people who have to leave or aren't on the call now can still get it and pass it on. So mark in your calendars, March 5th is the afternoon What's European that? time, yeah. uh, morning time in the Western time zones. And I would like to ask Alison Olcott to close uh, this watch. Thank you. And we thank you, Father God, for everything that has been presented to you on this call. Father God, we are trusting you for a divine breakthrough. You are the God who breaks through. So we thank you, Father, for your breakthrough anointing uh, to work wondrous miracles that we can't even imagine or think. So we just commit all these things to you. And again, we say, Father God, your kingdom come, your will be done, Father, for Ukraine and for Russia. In Jesus' precious name, amen.